It's time to pull those belts tight, race fans. The Front Stretch is coming at you. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Now, here's Dan Taylor and Dirk Houston. Welcome to the Front Stretch Race Fans, presented by Joe's Carding at Council Bluffs, online at joescarding.com. Fast-paced white knuckle racing just across the river on 23rd Avenue. Get over to Joe's Carding today. Do yourself right with a little indoor kart racing. And Dirk, can you believe it? It seemed like just a couple of shows ago we were getting ready for the Daytona 500. We blinked, and I'm behind on Christmas shopping. Yeah, well, the good news is you got 20 days to go. <laughs> Don't tell me that, because I'll take 19 of them. <laughs> Okay, you got 19 days to go. <laughs> We've done two days early. Oh, today's show, uh, we're going to sit down with the Race Saver Sprint Car Champion for 2022 at Eagle Raceway. That happens to be Joey Danley. We'll talk to him again in turn number two. And coming up in turn number one, we're going to get you covered on all the headlines that you might have missed. Not sure if you guys noticed, but there was a little bit of a race in St. Louis over the weekend. Uh, Dirk, I was kind of laid up with um, not feeling the greatest. I pretty much just slept the last four or five days away. Did you get a chance to watch any of the races or see some of the recaps? Uh, I saw some of the stuff on Facebook. Um, the one thing I haven't taken the time to sit down and watch yet is uh, uh, Herb had a GoPro yeah. in his car. So it's been posted uh I don't know if it's the whole feature race or half of it. I don't know how much is on there, but uh, I saw on Facebook that it's been posted, but I haven't had the chance to watch that yet. Yeah. And I guess, uh, again, I, you know, I was just kind of getting caught up on it. I think Saturday night or Sunday morning with Chris Krug and my race pass. And uh, he said that I, I'd seen the news too, that um, unfortunately Tyler Erb had kind of kept it a secret that his dad passed away of a heart attack. They arrived in St. Louis on Wednesday for the race, and he ended up. Uh, his dad had a sudden heart attack and ended up passing away from it. And um, Tyler and the crew kind of kept it to themselves and just focused on racing and um, was able to pick up the win in, in a, a very emotional, obviously a very emotional win. I mean, got a kidney. Luckily, I've got my father. I haven't had to experience that, but I know you've had to. I was blessed in the fact that I was too young to know any better. So. Yeah. You know, at eight years old, you don't really understand a lot of stuff. So, but I know I've got a mother that's getting up there in age. And at 86 years old for her, it's going to be sooner rather than later, unfortunately. Right. You right. know, so I'll get to experience it and, you know, not looking forward to it at all. Yep. Most of us have to go through it. Um, but um, Tyler did it. And I mean, what uh, amazing. I mean, just the fact that he was able to focus like that. I, I, I think I'd pretty much be a, complete wreck if if all of a sudden my father just had a heart attack and died so yeah. uh congratulations to that there's a lot of other places out there that are going to get good recaps on that again i i didn't watch it i didn't pay for it i pretty much slept so i apologize if you're looking for a recap for that race but uh don't have it here um yeah, I mean, that's when you look at that whole scenario though that you can look at it several ways uh you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways is one. If you believe in karma, you know, he got some good karma for doing what he, you know, in all reality, probably really wanted to do. And I'll bet in the back of his mind, he turned the wheel every time for his dad. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you, yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get to some of the headlines um, that we have missed 
since we last talked to you guys. Um, the Race Team Alliance is considering some exhibition races. I read a couple of lines on the article when I had some had a couple of chances, but uh, didn't get too much of a shot. But it, it just sounds like the Race Team Alliance is basically saying, like, we're we're kind of struggling to make ends meet, and they're wanting in the 2024 season to be able to run some exhibition race races to be able to kind of add some extra money to their uh their their funds so that was kind of surprising to me is it felt like the direction was heading that nascar may someday actually start trimming races off the schedule if the drivers get their way they, they've always said it's a little bit too much of a hectic schedule and and a lot of people have said maybe somewhere around a 26 to 30 race schedule is, is more appropriate. But these this article says they're looking to uh, to add some exhibition races. Yeah, well, they're looking to uh, the races. I'm pretty sure they're looking to add are going to be, you know, like a stage. You know, they're going to be a Saturday night type deal. Mm -hmm. um, and where they're going to add them you know, um, not necessarily on a schedule because they'll be midweek deals is what they're going to be. Kind of like, you know, what uh, the new sprint car series is going to be with uh, Sweet and Kyle Larson putting together. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's why he went to a midweek deal. Uh, but yeah, we'll just have to wait and see what comes of it. Um, are they going to race their cup cars? Are they going to race late models? Are they going to bite borrow some of Tony Stewart's SRX cars, what are they going to buy? You know, what are they going to race? You know, maybe their exhibitions are going to be foot races or bicycle races. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really say. It does say that it is very exploratory at this point. So they're they're kind of feeling out what it would be like and, and what they could do and see if they can make a little extra money. Cusett Speedway has increased their weekly 410 sprint car purse to pay 5000 to win. Each Casey's 410 sprint car race presented by Big Frig main events will pay at least 5000 to win and 500 to start with selects event, select events offering a bigger payout. Second place will receive 4000 and third place will earn 3000 So that should get some uh, little extra, a couple of extra cars up to Houston Speedway uh, for their 2023 schedule. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I don't really know if they're trying to attract the big names or still just trying to keep it on a local thing. But with the World Outlaws and the All-Star Circuits, with their schedules, they're still not going to draw. You know, there's not going to be guys, unless they're in the area, they're not going to travel from Pennsylvania or something for a 5,000 right. win race. Right. You know, they can't do that. But if they're, you know, if they're running a show somewhere close and, uh, you know, say Knoxville would rain out. Yeah. Well, and they're a Sunday night show, so they they could be trying to pull an extra couple of cars from Knoxville and, and maybe um, from up in their area to say, okay, well, they're paying a little bit better through the purse, so maybe we can't afford to go there and race weekly. Well, yeah, and, you know, um, I still think they run a couple decent decent races at uh, uh, Jackson that, you know, maybe a few cars will scoot over there on Sunday night after Jackson or something like that. Danny Hamlin says he's hoping to return to Joe Gibbs Racing in 2024. He and I believe FedEx are currently entering into their final year of their contract. Both of their contracts set to expire at the end of the season. So this is typically they they've more than likely been working very hard on getting the contract done 
and they're waiting for FedEx to say yay or nay. And then they'll more than likely sign Denny for uh, probably a two to three year extension. I'm almost surprised Denny doesn't want to go drive for himself now that he's going to, you know, he's got one more year that he's under contract with Gibbs. And, mm-hmm. But uh, you never know. They get too far into the 2023 season and don't have anything signed or put together. That just might be where he ends up. That might be the backup plan. Might be the actual plan where they're trying to, you know, put some, a little pressure and a little leverage or something on JR yeah. and on FedEx. Yeah. Denny's got to be in a pretty good spot. I mean, him and Martin Truex Jr. are the veterans there. And with Ty Gibbs coming in, um, and uh, it, they could use – I think it would hurt Joe Gibbs Racing to lose Kyle Busch one year, Denny Hamlin the next year, and you've only got Martin Truex Jr. And I don't know when his contract is up. He just signed a one-year deal. He just signed again for 2023. Right. So, JGR could have a – you know, a whole new lineup coming in 2024. Uh, Kevin Harvick says he's going to make a decision before the 2020, uh, excuse me, he's going to make a decision on his 2024 season before Daytona. Uh, Kevin Harvick's contract with Stuart Haas Racing ends after this upcoming season. So his contract also ends in 2023. Um, Remember we talked about Rodney Childers kind of basically came out and tweeted a maybe a month, month and a half ago and said, wherever Kevin's, if Kevin's racing at, at uh, Stuart Haas racing and he wants me as his crew chief, I'll be here. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. That's pretty much what he said. That was, uh, that was about the time he got the three race suspension. I remember right. Or during that three race suspension. I th- yeah. I think it was during his three race suspension. Yeah. And that was what sparked it. Somebody tweeted him and said, this time spent home with your family. Has it made you consider, retirement and he basically like i said said nope if kevin's racing i'm racing and if he wants me i'm racing so uh and uh, boy i tell you kevin really has fallen off the last couple of years are we starting to see harvick have the same talent fall off that we were seeing with with a lot of these other drivers that finally retire i don't think so he won two races this year so he wasn't too far off but um the old guard, so to speak, with the new car didn't have a whole lot of success. Yeah. You know, most of the success was with the younger drivers. So, yep. Uh, you know, coming back more locally, Interstate Speedway in South Dakota uh, announced IMCA modified stock car, sport mods, hobby stocks, and sport compacts, along with some additional classes sprinkled throughout the season, will make up their 2023 race schedule. They plan to start Sunday, April 23rd for a season opener. They're going to run weekly with a couple of specials sprinkled in there. And then looks like championship night for IMCA points is going to be Sunday, September 24th with the South Dakota Fall Nationals wrapping up their schedule uh, October 8th. And that's going to be a Sunday night racing schedule. We still need to reach out to Chase and Shelby. They're the new track promoters for 2023 said they're excited about the new season. We'll be sharing some of the big changes made at the speedway this winter. Their plans include working on the racing surface, reorganizing general concession and bringing more sponsors and support to local home track. They look forward to seeing everybody on Sunday nights, starting at five Yeah. Like I said, I, we talked about that last week, you know, that it's uh, when they announced that they were going to be racing, that it's a good deal. Mm-hmm. 
that uh, another track's not disappearing. The only part I'm getting really confused by is another name change for the place. <laughs> but it is back to interstate, but, you know, it was a new raceway park for a while. It's just had several names in the last few years. And, yep. You know, you kind of forget what you're, you called it interstate speedway for years. And, you know, at least it got back there. Has Eagle Raceway been called anything other than Eagle Raceway? Um, not that I'm aware of. I think I, uh, I don't know, I went to Eagle for the first time in the late 70s. So, and I'm not, I know it's been around longer than that, but I don't think it's been called anything but that. Because I know I-80 was, did it start off as I-80 and then move to Nebraska Raceway Park and then jump back to I-80? Well, Technically, it was still I-80 Speedway at Nebraska Raceway Park. Okay. And that, you know, it was kind of a, a funny deal. But, yeah, I think that's how it started out was I-80 Speedway. And that part of it, technically, I don't think ever changed. They just added the Nebraska Raceway Park because that got to be the, uh, I don't know, the gimmick kind of for okay. several years. And they, they kind of, it seemed like they were trying to build more than just a racetrack, I remember. I think after one night, uh, a motocross track popped up. Yeah, they had they had the motocross track deal that they were doing. They talked about having a uh, uh, a dirt drag strip deal, like a sand drag thing. Um, then they put in the go kart track. So they had all kinds of stuff that you know they talked about. But uh, you know, the guys are businessmen, and some of that stuff just didn't quite you know, make any money or wasn't going to make any money. I, I think they figured after a short time. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't uh, know. I, I think they only had a couple of the motocross race deals and obviously the go-kart tracks went around. It's been around for a while now. So mm -hmm. uh, the Nebraska dirt crown is going to announce their 2023 schedule, including the stock car crown summer series that is going to include the East and West. They'll be announcing that Wednesday night as a part of their Inside Line podcast. You can find a link to it. It's broadcast live over YouTube and Facebook along with other platforms. And uh, you can watch that live. You can interact with the guys and uh, ask questions to them. They're uh, kind of a cool little show that uh, they're putting out. So uh, I'll be watching it Wednesday night and uh, sending out updates as I can. But that should be a big announcement. The racetracks and the races I've heard a couple of rumors about tracks they're going to, and it should be interesting. Looks like they're the West series is going to include uh, Nebraska and Kansas as to the East is going to include Iowa and uh, South Dakota. That'll be interesting to watch uh, again. That's going to be Wednesday night. And I believe it starts at seven o'clock. All right. Um, let's see what else. The sports world or the NASCAR world uh, having their annual come apart for the, um, act that was announced for the Bush Light Clash. Cypress Hill set to uh, perform on Sunday, February 5th. Hip-hop legendary group from Southgate will put on um, will put on a show for him. Uh, I couldn't care less. I like one or two Cypress Hill songs, but I, I, I mean, they could schedule my favorite band. I probably wouldn't go all the way there and watch the race, but <laughs> whatever yeah now that you're talking about that i was reading up on uh iowa speedways made their announcements for their concerts and everything and 
Um, I got to reading through a bunch of the comments. Uh, July 22nd and 23rd or 23rd and 24th, something like that for their IndyCar weekend. And there are two concerts. And one person made the comment that uh, the tickets they usually buy went up to $1,400. Of course, you know, a couple of people are kind of freaking out. I'm going 1400 bucks. Well, they're not in the cheap seats. No. Mm-hmm. That's what it amounts to. So, and they're buying three seats for two days. So that's six tickets plus camping and the concerts. So, yeah. Man, and that was, I'm glad you brought that up because I completely forgot all about it. But um, on Saturday, July 22nd, prior to the race, Carrie Underwood will perform. After that IndyCar race, Kenny Chesney is going to perform. And then the next day on Sunday, July 23rd, before the race, the Zach Brown band will perform. And they'll also have a uh, concert that will conclude with Ed Sheeran. That, uh, that's a heck of a lineup. I mean, I, again, I, the only one I'm really interested in would be original Kenny Chesney stuff, but he's not going to play the stuff that I like. So I, I wouldn't go, I I'd still go for the IndyCar race and I might actually be able to go now because, um, nope, that's a Saturday night. I won't be able to go son of a gun. But yeah, no, I just, I was looking, I figured if you're going to go to any one of those four, just to see a concert, it's going to cost you a hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh, I, you know what? Let me look up and see what I got. Imagine Carrie Underwood concerts are going for in, in Kenny Chesney too. Oh my God. You know, all three of those guys. I don't know Zach Brown. I don't know if he's popular, if they're popular or whoever they are, but they let Carl Edwards play a song with them one time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did it at a concert. I mean, Carl got in the Carl was, had got in and, and uh, what the heck was the name of his recording outfit that he had top, top 40 records. I think is what he called his label and was trying to get into the recording business and build a recording studio in the basement of his mom's house. Huh. You know, was trying to, he was really into the music deal for a while and he got up and played some guitar and stuff with Zach Brown band somewhere at a concert. Yeah. Just doing a quick search. Looks like uh, anywhere from 45 to 85. The peak I'm seeing for Carrie Underwood tickets, oddly enough, 137. But I'm actually kind of surprised that that they're less than a hundred bucks. So you kind of nailed it right there on the head. It's almost like yeah, you know what you're talking about from time to time. <laughs> if you think of going to a concert, that should be about the last thing that I know about, except for <laughs> the free tickets I get at Harris. <laughs> I have not been to a concert other than Harris in a very long time. Okay, Ed Sheeran tickets in Wellington Regional Stadium in in wellington in the uk are going for at the low end 500 bucks at the high end floor seats this is twenty three hundred dollars <laughs> should have got pesos or something <laughs> I, I don't know is the uk pound a little stronger than the uh the american dollar right now or yeah i i I think it always has been because I don't think they're using the Euro anymore. Are they? Uh, they have officially Brexited. Well, I guess I shouldn't, I, I don't know. I haven't checked back in in a few years, but I remember the, 
whole Brexit conversation was is several years old. Yeah, that's what I say. I and it's never occurred to me to jump on a plane and go to England for anything. So I uh, um, never worried about it. Last piece of news I have uh, another update on Shane Hyatt. Uh, Kylie says that she is uh, her and the kids have started staying back at home more often. Shane is doing great at the hospital. Doesn't need her hanging around all the time. She can uh, she's planning on heading back to work. I think she's talking about this week, doing a little bit of work, trying to get caught back up again and. Then um, and then go checking on him. She did actually message me, which again I've I've been a little bit um, out of it, so I I didn't respond quickly. But she did invite you and I to come up and sit with Shane for a little bit if we wanted to. And she mm-hmm. said that she is open to people coming up and hanging out with him. He welcomes the company. He'd love to see his racing friends and family. So um. I may be a little bit off on saying this, but if you guys want to and you're friends with Kylie, I would say reach out to her and see if there's a good time that would work so that way she can kind of plan the schedule. But it sounds like this week she's going to be back on Wednesday and then she's going to stay Friday, Saturday, and then head home Sunday. So if you guys want to head out there and go see Shane, go talk to him yourself. Um, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to probably run over there. Uh, well, Dirk, I'll talk with you and see if we can get a time to run over there together. But yeah. I'll take a bunch of stickers over there. So if anybody wants to buy them while they're there visiting with Shane, they certainly can. Um, is he up to communicating? I mean, is, you know. You know, I'm still kind of having a tough time deciphering that. But my feeling is that he's verbal. He's he's vocal with like just kind of noises and then expressions. And that's generally what the communication is. Um, I don't know if he's actually speaking, but he's supposed to start going to Madonna Rehab in Lincoln here shortly. Yeah, I know that's what uh, I read one of the posts where they were trying to uh, get him a spot in there. So, And that'll be great once he's down there. I mean, he'll be a lot closer for them and mm-hmm. and things like that will work out a lot better, I think. Yep, yep, yep. All right. You got anything else? Um. No, I saw Kurt Busch was hanging around at the National Finals Rodeo down in uh, down at South Point. And hmm. So neat when you look at that, that stadium that they have that in is, um, when I was there a couple of years ago, they had the rodeo going on. It's It was like walking into the Civic Auditorium and it's in the casino. <laughs> it's, it's just so bizarre. Huh. It's like 8,000 seats in the casino, you know. They got a 64 plex movie theater and like a 60 lane bowling alley. It's all part of the casino. Jesus. <laughs> that place is huge, brother. It is big. Just around the corner, we're going to sit down with Joey Danley, your 2022 Eagle Raceway Race Saver Sprint Car Champion. We'll talk about Joey and continuing his success from 2021 and getting that monkey off of his back and winning the championship in 2022. Um, and then, uh, that'll be it for today's show. Uh, I want to say a big thanks to Quaker Steak and Lube. I want to get a couple of these deals out. They, their elf on the shelf has returned any child 10 years and under that happens to find elf on the shelf in the store. will get themselves a free cookie. And then dinner with Santa is coming back in, uh, one week from now, Tuesday, December 12th, five to eight o'clock. Photos with Santa and kids eat for 99 cents. 
Sorry, that's going to be six days from now because I forget we record on Monday and then publish on Tuesday for some reason. But that's going to be Monday, December 12th. Kids eat for 99 cents. Free elf for every child while supplies last. That's always a big event. So if you want to get down there and get your picture with Santa, get your kid's picture with Santa, they could certainly do that Monday night, December 12th at Quaker Steak and Lube and Council Bluffs. And it's a free cookie while supplies last, not a free elf. Well, it, it definitely says free elf for every child while supplies last. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> now, don't I, quote me I, on that because those just, graphics those graphics have been known to be wrong from time to time. But Well, I just figured it was you making one of your, you know, blunders. But, yeah, uh, you I, know. I, I figured that too. I just heard you say it. I'm not reading. So. <laughs> but that does remind me. Um, I know I didn't get notified that I had a truckload of beer to come pick up. Did you, or do we know who did? I did not get notified either, but I was told that somebody did win it. They well, haven't. They haven't uh, announced who it was, and I, I, I got the, I got an odd feeling that it was for security reasons. <laughs> but they did end up selling a ton of tickets, so that oh, yeah, was a cool deal. The price down to ten bucks, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all good. All right, I think that's going to do it for us in turn number one. Like I said, Joey Danley just around the corner in turn number two. Hang tight, Dirk, and I'll be right back with the front stretch. Hey, guys, Dan Taylor with Tailored Computers and Repair. I've been talking about a hard drive upgrade on the podcast for quite a long time, and here's a little more detail behind it. Older laptops, older computers, maybe four or five years old, the hard drives that came with them just simply were not built for Windows 10. A new hard drive from Tailored Computers and Repair will breathe brand new life into your laptop and computer. Not only will it make it faster, but it will make your laptop battery last longer and it will run cooler, which will also help the battery last a lot longer. Not only does your computer or laptop get even faster, but all of your files, settings, pictures, everything is exactly where you left it. Within about a day, maybe two days, you're gonna get your same computer back but it's gonna run faster, cooler, and the battery's gonna last longer on laptops. Give me a call today, 402-659-5641. Find out what a hard drive upgrade can do for your computer and get some valuable time back. Every race car driver has run into the same problem. It's well past normal parts store closing hours, but you need that one to finish your car. The guys who brought you White Knuckle Racing by the River bring you Joe's Karting Racing Parts and Tire Store. Open until 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday and open until 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. A parts store that fits your after-hours schedule and you can turn a few laps at Joe's Karting while you're waiting for your part to get pulled from their warehouse. Joe'sKarting.com for more information. We're hooked up in turn two and still showing the green flag on the front stretch. Welcome back to the front stretch. Rolling into turn number two, presented by Quaker Steak and Lube, the official watering hole of the front stretch. Get over to Quaker Steak and Lube in Council Bluffs for all the great NFL. Yeah, there's still a little bit, still a little bit NFL action. NBA, uh, water polo. I don't know. That's probably a thing. Bowl games. It'll be on the big screens at Quaker Steak and Lube at Council Bluffs. Soccer. All you can eat wings Tuesdays for 1995. See if you can beat James Rowland's record of 42 wings. How many total did you actually? You were 42, and I think you got another couple of baskets, didn't you? I think I pretty much stopped counting after that. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, get over to Quaker Sagan Lube and Council Bluffs for all the great uh, action and sights, sounds, and smells. Joining us on the front stretch now, the driver of the number 14. Sprint car, both 
Race Saver and 360, but we're talking to you because of your 2022 Eagle Raceway Track Championship interview. Joey Danley joining us on the show. Joey, I appreciate you taking the time to sit down with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It is, uh, it's been a little bit of a task, you know, you got a busy work schedule, and James did end up correcting me because I had my information bad. I thought you were an RN somewhere. No. That's no. a registered nurse, by no. the way. I use the nice term. Yeah. No, that's not me. Work okay. for the power company in Lincoln. <laughs> that's uh, so you're just a little ways off, but same thing. <laughs> yeah. Nothing new there, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, you don't. Uh, you're a cargo pants guy, not a scrubs guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. So that electricity stuff moves quick. How many times a week do you get shocked? Uh, hoping for zero. All right. That's that's always <laughs> yeah. a goal. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I start a project, I hope for zero cuts and bleeds, but I always end up with two or three. But yeah. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about your season. I, you really continued the dominance that you had last year, uh, and then this year just no fluke issues, no major issues, no accidents. I don't think you had any – well, you had one late in the season, but you were able to put the car back together, and the championship was kind of locked up at that time. Yeah, um, I think we only had one DNF, one what I would call a really bad night there. Um, I think we got upside down in the heat race and ended up blowing a motor in the B feature, so – Got all our bad luck out in one night, I think. <laughs> and that's the way you definitely want to do it. But No, that's not. Well, <laughs> get it out of the way. <laughs> get it out of the way. That way you don't have to worry about Looki it. Looking back, I'm happy with how it, how it went. If I had to have bad luck, it's got it all the way in one night. Yeah. So The only <laughs> night that I missed this year, so blame it on me if you want to. Blame Must it have been on your him. fault. There was something cursed on me that night. Definitely blame it on James. <laughs> I always enjoy that. Yeah, like I was saying, uh, a great season for you. Uh, four wins? I believe so, yep. I think you got four total wins. One, two, three. Yep, four. Ended up uh, last one. And then the final night, I was a little surprised when you, because uh, you ended up not making it for the final night. And, and then I kind of got to thinking about it, and I was like, well, you know what? He's got the track championship locked up, and he's just take a week off. Make sure your stuff's buttoned up and ready to go for the Race Saber Nationals. Was that kind of your thought process? Yeah, a little bit. You know, it's a long season, and I got a family now, and we just kind of hung out and kept the car in one piece, and... Saved a tire. Saved the tires. Saved the motor. I was down to one motor because of the previous mentioned bad luck. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, parts were hard to get. Everything was hard to find. We just decided we are going to win the points anyway. We might as well sit at home and take a weekend off and come into the Nationals fresh. Even with taking that weekend off, you ended up with a 34-point advantage over Adam Gullion. Um, what, can you pinpoint anything that, that you were able to do in the offseason that was the big difference to getting getting the championship this year as opposed to runner-up last year well i think our biggest change was our motor program figured out how to get through tech which was our only flaw so yeah really we've had two awesome years at eagle yeah. i have an awesome team behind me we didn't change much besides who we went to building motors and there were some new things there and a few learning curves the first couple of weeks but i don't think it really showed i mean we were at least in the top 10 almost every week i think so and not to, to beat a dead horse, but we, we've talked about that issue in, what, 2021. A couple of issues in tech inspection around parts that came with the engine, right? That yep. is not something that you're supposed to be able to change with the Race Saver engine. Yeah, it was the exhaust valves the one night. Um, the one time was our valve springs, which you can change. But, um, yeah, that, that was just something that happened to us. I guess we had our valve springs somehow gain pressure, which is... I had magical valve springs in, I guess, but uh, the, with the 
or the valve thing, yeah, that was definitely not our not our thing, um, sealed motors. So that whole issue was kind of weird. You know, we somebody knew what was in my motor before we did because yeah. of how we were torn down. But that's fine. It's all in the past now. So it's all in the past. You came back in 2022 with a vengeance. It looks like a third place finish, a win, a fifth place finish. I mean, just up in the top five, top eight, pretty much the entire season, except for you talked about that one night where uh, you had a, a bad night, got into the wreck and uh, barely able to get your car fixed before you went out there for the B. And I think you raced a couple of laps and you're just like, to heck with it. Well, it was one of the few weeks where they had enough cars to run a C, of course. So, yeah, we scrambled, uh, barely got it put together for the C transferred and then came back for the B had you know two minutes to work on the car try to get even better and it was better I think you know the motor let go which probably but the flip was so light I don't really think I think it was just a bad coincidence that the motor happened to blow up the same night but yeah we just we probably weren't going to transfer anyways that night the B was loaded with a lot of good guys so you've been racing for several years and raced a lot of different things you actually came out of the sport compact division was this the toughest year to race with the struggles of getting parts and the expensive tires and fuel and all the stuff that was going on? It was the weirdest year for sure. I mean, yeah, we've never had to worry about availability on parts. It's always the money to pay for them, not mm-hmm. <laughs> not going to the store and not having anything to buy, you know. So it was definitely, yeah, we we were kept our close attention to our tire pile and just tried to conserve everything we could and luckily roger did a really good job with the track all year i mean there's only a couple nights where we really ate tires up so that helped a lot and uh yeah it was just a strange year though you really had to worry about not it was more than tires it was almost everything i mean you had to worry about tearing the car up and not being able to put it back together because you couldn't get the parts i mean you had the time to do it the dedication to do it you've done it before you've i mean i I don't know how many times uh, stan caesar's told me about the night that they Destroyed their car at the Race Saver Nationals, and they were up till about 5.30 or 6 the next morning putting the next car back together, and, you know, that's when they had parts to be able to do it, and this was just a difficult year to be able to have the parts to do it. It was. Now, you just raced one night a week then for weekly series-type racing, just Eagle? Just Eagle every Saturday, and then we went to I-80. They, once or twice a month, raced the 360 class. Well, the 360s and stuff, but... But you weren't traveling up to Denison or anything like that? No, the 305 stuff, I think we only went to Eagle all year. Okay. So you just, how many nights a week then does it take you to maintain the 305 car? Uh, Try to do three nights a week in the shop. Uh, Sometimes it's only two, but I got an awesome group of guys that help me out. You know, if I'm in the shop only two nights a week, that's, I mean, I got my dad and Cole, crew chief, uh, they're there three or four nights a week just making sure everything's right but that's usually maintaining two cars too so um yeah we I mean, well, if, we're, if we're not busy we're in the shop every night just at least hanging out trying to do something positive yeah well trying to trying not to think yourself into something stupid probably. exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's kind of the uh the question of it, it obviously you probably want to race more but you got to protect that overall goal of the track championship yeah i mean I, we we made a focus on Eagle trying to win the points for all our sponsors after what happened last year. We wanted to come back and kind of prove something that we could do it the right way, and I'm really happy that we did that. Um, outside of that, though, I really wanted to focus on the 360 stuff. Um, kind of turned out where we sh- pretty much just went to I-80, but they raced enough for us that we kind of did what we wanted to do there. At the beginning of the season, you said that your goal was to kind of 
was to prove to sponsors and to fans that you had what it took to, to win the championship. Going into 2023, is your goal to do it back-to-back, -to, -back, to win a second championship, or are you going to kind of expand out? Uh, I think it's a little early to say that. I mean, it all depends on marketing partners, you know, who wants to come back, which we haven't really talked to everyone yet. So, I mean, obviously you want to expand out and hit the bigger races in the, in the Midwest, but... I mean, at the same time, we have a ton of fans at Eagle and love going there. And, uh, I mean, either way, it's not going to hurt my feelings. But, you know, those those tracks that are trying to put on the two grand, three grand to win races, I'd love to support that stuff and try to get them closer to home. Yeah. So, depending on funding and stuff, I think we'll try to hit some of those bigger 305 races. Those are kind of our goal right now. So, maybe wait until you win the first three weeks of the season to ask about a repeat for the track title. That always changes stuff, you know, if you, <laughs> if you come out really good. Or really bad. It, well, really bad makes it easy to go away from <laughs> home, you know. Really good makes it really hard to miss that week when you already have yeah. a points lead. I think Eagle's probably got to be one of the last weekly dedicated tracks. There's drivers there that they don't have a shot in hell of winning the Czech championship, but you wouldn't find them anywhere else on a Saturday night. There's an atmosphere there with the camaraderie with fellow competitors, the fans, just the excitement that's behind it that uh, you don't get in, in, in many other tracks. Yeah, I mean, the fan base is huge there compared mm -hmm. to every, anywhere else we go, whether it be a, a race saver 360. I mean, whatever I've raced, it, it's Eagle is the top dog every time. You mentioned that whatever you've raced. Uh, recap it for me just a little bit. I know we talked about it earlier that you started out in sport compacts. Did you go hobby after that? No, I did sport compacts for two years, I think, and then got a sport mod and we did that for three years i believe and in 2014 i got a sprint car okay uh and why the number 14 why'd you pick that number uh it actually before all the racing at eagle we had a little go-kart track at the at my dad's farm mm -hmm. tell him what it was called cow patty we had <laughs> we had cows on the on the track yep had to scoop the poop off before you wanted to race this was a pasture um that's awesome but, yeah, so I got a go-kart, you know, when I was, I don't know, eight or nine and mm -hmm. found one of my dad's old number plates for a go-kart. He used to race go-karts back in the day, and it just happened to have a number 14 on it, and it's been 14 ever since. Was it you or somebody else? Uh, did your dad race against Jamie McMurray? I believe so. I think at Waverly, yeah. It was one of those names that got really big. We were sitting over at uh, Terry's dad's house, and you're like, hey, my dad raced against that guy. Yeah. Jamie was huge in karts. Huge. Was he? Because yeah, he's I mean, kind of a small guy, so it's. I mean, he would kind of fit well with being a, a big well, guy in a car. Yeah, I mean, you know, you look at Jody Krug, he's not a real big guy, but again, a very uh, decorated kart racer. Um, oh, I can't think of the guy's name right now that owns Uncle Frank's. Another very decorated kart racer. He's been boasted like one of the top 50 kart racers in the United States. Wow. Is there any other class you want to move to after you've kind of dominated in the sprint cars for a while? Go race a wow. stock car? Get a modified? Let's just stick to dominating sprint cars first. I mean, <laughs> that would be awesome in itself. Um, I, I, my goals are to move up in the sprint car class. Um, I mean, I, w I would never say no to driving anything. Mm -hmm. You know, late model stock car, I'm up for anything. Bus. So if you walked into the shop bus. one day. I don't, know, I don't know about the bus. <laughs> so if you, you wouldn't walked do into the, the shop one day and there's a 410 sitting there, you're not going to figure out what to do with it, you'll know? No, it'll be in the car that same night. And <laughs> we'll be going to Knoxville or somewhere. So you're telling Roger right now that he can leave you off the bus races? Uh, I've been asked, and I, I declined. I mean, I'm pretty sure it wasn't it 
Jackson Sadoff broke his nose or something in one. And I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. Did you? I thought he got pretty messed up one night. I don't know. Those guys, they're, they're out to hurt themselves. They it, are. it depends. I need to see the lineup of who else is <laughs> racing with me. Not going to race with him. No, I race with him. Yeah, <laughs> probably well, wouldn't race the Vanovers and the Grabowskis. I don't want to be on the same track as them. They're, they're crazy. They're rowdy. They are. They're sure. they're used to their fenders. I'm yeah. not used to contact. I don't. <laughs> it's not a full I, contact sport for me. Jordan is uh, is a very dirty bus driver. <laughs> I've watched him. I watch I've, every time. They're. In, <laughs> I like to watch them, but I don't really want to be out there. <laughs> I, I hear you. Well, if you ever get selected, just put me in, Coach. I'll let you know next time they ask. What are you drinking on? Captain and Coke. All right. That's good. What would you get for dinner? Uh, nothing yet. I'll get some wings when we're okay. done here. All right. Tr- uh, the Try the uh, Eat the Heat wings. <laughs> no. <laughs> Arizona Ranch wings are the best. I, that's what James already <laughs> recommended. So What was the other one you out. had on Sunday for the All You Can Eat for the Phoenix Party? What was the ones you liked? The Parmesan? Uh, I did Parmesan garlic, Parmesan pepper, Arizona Ranch. I think it was a Parmesan pepper that I thought was really good. Boom Boom and Kentucky bourbon. Yeah. We actually sold them out of the Kentucky bourbon. Really? Yeah. She came back. Somebody ordered the Kentucky bourbon. She's like, sorry, you guys sold us all out. Anthony was saying those are Lydia's favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah. A couple of years ago, they had that limited sauce, that teriyaki pineapple. Yeah. That, that was, was good, good stuff. They need to start doing that again. That the was limited really sauces. Good. We're talking with Joey Daly, driver of the number 14 Race Saver Sprint Car, your 2022 Eagle Raceway track champion. Joey, go ahead and thank some of those great sponsors that have helped you throughout the season. Yeah, obviously, I got to thank Empire Fencing and Netting, uh, my salesman, The Wave, Nissan Hardwood Floors, uh, Automotive Services, Onyx Digital Group, uh, Clean Right Sweeping. I got a lot, of, a lot of small ones, too. I mean, Mark Birch helps us a lot. Uh, I got to thank my dad and uncle. Um, you know, I should be winning championships every year with the, the lineup of people I have behind me. I got to thank Cole Newhoffen, too. He, he works his butt off for us. Kyle, Mark Fintel. I mean, I got a lot of awesome people behind me that I couldn't do it without them. Nothing for Brian Hospital or anything? I mean, you're an RN. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I should hit them up, you know. If Dan thinks I work there, maybe they'll believe it too. Yeah, maybe. there you go. I heard those hospitals got plenty of money. I think so. Uh, Joey Danley. Except for CHI, they just had to pay the, the, to get their, uh, all their computer stuff online. Oh, they did got they? ransomware. Oh, geez. Ouch. Joey Danley, driving the number 14 at Race Saver Sprint Car, your 2022 Eagle Raceway track champion. Uh, best of luck with you for next season. Can't wait to see you back out at Eagle Raceway, and uh, we'll try to get you back down in Omaha for the uh, World of Wheels Car Show in March. Maybe then you'll have a better idea of what your plans are for next season. Yeah, sounds good. That's going to do it for us for today. We'll be back next week with another show. For Dirk, I'm Dan. This has been The Front Stretch, presented by Joe's Carding. The official watering hole of the Front Stretch has you covered any day of the week with the best wings, great burgers, and amazing steaks. Each weekday from 4 to 6 is Happy Hour, featuring dollar-off draft and well drinks plus $4 Luberitas. Mondays are Kids Night. Tuesdays are all-you-can-eat wings for $12.95, and the lube even delivers to the Council Bluffs area. Like Quaker Steak and Lube Council Bluffs on Facebook for a full list of weekly events. Get to Quaker Steak and Lube. Mid-America Drive, Council Bluffs. Hey, look at that. You're sitting on your couch playing Halo, Madden, or NASCAR while your friends are at Joe's Karting. Each lap is an adrenaline-filled, heart-pumping, white-knuckle experience that you can only get at the Metro's largest indoor karting track. Eco-friendly Honda engines rip you around their professionally designed road course at breakneck speeds. Can you reach the 14-second lap bracket? 
There's only one way to find out. Put the controller down and get to Joe's Karting, 23rd Avenue in Council Bluffs next to Quaker Steak and Lube. 